Hello, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, apologize for starting a little late tonight, uh, but we are live on YouTube, as we are every Thursday night here on the Cantina Mekis podcast, or sometimes Wednesday, sometimes Monday, sometimes Taco Tuesday, but uh, normally we're on Thursdays, and that's where that's where you're finding us tonight. My name is John Jagu. As always, we have a a plethora of overabundance of soccer expertise on the show tonight, as we always do, and a, a myriad of, of folks from all over the country here in the great United States of America have joined us to discuss soccer, the world of soccer, mainly Liga Mekis, but uh, tonight we're going to do something a little different. We're going to kind of do a little grab bag and then and, and go talk about soccer around the world. Uh, so we will... Uh, Looking forward to doing that uh, here with you guys tonight. Again, uh, we're live on YouTube. Uh, hopefully, our technical director, Albert Campa, will put up a number for you all to uh, call in and participate with us. But otherwise, you can always participate on the chat. Uh, we do have our folks that are a little more active on the chat uh, for you this evening as well. And you can listen to this and all our previous editions. Uh, you can download them from the Podcast Center on iTunes as well as from Google Play. Well, let's get right to it. Uh, let's introduce the panel. It's always... Uh, a distinguished panel. First up, over in uh, Kyle, Texas, in Hayes County, South Boston, where we've had, frankly, just a lovely few days here in the greater Austin area. The temperature's been below 95. It feels like fall weather for us when it goes below 95 this time of year. Talking about Albert El Chiquis Campa. How are you, sir? Yes, sir, Don. Doing good. Are you uh, are you enjoying the uh, less than uh, less than hundred degree weather we've been we've been having around here? Not really. I've been hermit. I've been in hermit mode, and I just got back from Vegas. And That's right. You were at DefCon. Yeah, it was it was steaming hot over there. You were at DefCon with El Profe, right? And the Profe was over there too. Yeah, I got to hang out with him for a little bit. Walked yeah. around and checked out. Some yeah. did, did did you all did you all enjoy your or at least I don't you know drink, but did you enjoy your beverages tactically? Or, or was it uh, was was there not a, a, that much strategy involved with uh, with with Profe? Well, I missed out on all the fun one night. He uh, he calls me like at one thirty one thirty in the morning. Damn. Uh, well, you, well, why don't you save that? That, that sounds like a good one. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to save that one for a little later. That one. <laughs> yeah, maybe we 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 want to uh, you know at least get the folks interested. You don't have to tease something so. Good so idea. what did Profe say at one thirty in the morning, calling Chiki? Well, remember they're in Las Vegas. We'll have to we'll have to dig into that a little bit later. <laughs> but uh, moving on, we have uh, with us uh, in uh, in Los Angeles, South Los Angeles, next to uh, what I would consider one of the biggest America I've ever seen. That's where uh, Joel Aceves lives. Joel, how are you? Oh, sir? doing good, doing good, Yon. Now, Joel, I sent you a message earlier, then you and you haven't uh, you haven't uh, give well you did you give me one, but no, no, on the uh, yeah, I I said uh, you know you, since since Chivas since Chivas won the championship last, and I said you know and instead uh, we wanted you to sing uh, we wanted you to sing, oh, right. but you, said you wouldn't do it. So I said oh, I'll give you a drop, and then you gave me one, but then said I've been lazy and I haven't asked you for them, so I, I, I'll, I'll I give you another one. I would butcher yeah, so. that, and they wouldn't let me in the country anymore. Can't do that. In which in, in which country? <laughs> Where the song is from? Huh? Oh, okay. wouldn't be going to Mexico. I understand. All right, well, it's good to have you on, Joel, as always. 
you say that you might have uh, you might have some news. Uh, yeah. You, 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 you teased so, this in our in our production meeting. We need. We need I was going to ask for uh, Sirena, but. Well, you said we have we have, we have something better, right? Let's let's see. we have a. Uh, well, it's more appropriate some yeah. some whistling. All right, I mean, go ahead. <laughs> the rape whistle. Um, no, no, it's 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 been some stuff brewing over over Osorio, and there was you know people were expecting him to get sacked after uh, the Gold Cup debacle, but with with the rumors uh, that have picked up now is that on Monday there's going to be a a meeting between the club, uh, Liga MX club presidents and owners. And supposedly they're going to impose, they're going to, um, well, they're going to impose certain uh, restrictions on Osorio in regards to, you know, too many cambios and changing player positions. So, so, Monday, that's, we'll, we'll so know. that's coming on Monday. So no, Monday so. we'll know if it is true, but it's been, you know, and it's been slowly leaking. Because I had heard some of the info, and then later, and then later, I meant the information. <laughs> yeah, I had heard stuff being said. Uh, you know, the, the first rumors came out after the Liga MX Golden Ball Awards, which you know, like I don't think they promoted it enough because I didn't really hear it was in LA, and I didn't even know. Well, they had they um, promoted the heck out of it on Univision Deportes. Oh, okay, that's because that's just me then. Yeah. In fact, so, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. So they had they had caught uh, Higuera, um, Elinke from Tigres. I forget, I forget his last name. Um, and then the the dude from Pachuca, um, Martinez. Martinez, right? <laughs> Martinez. And so they had heard them talking backstage at the awards, and they were saying they needed a contingency plan. And uh. But but see one of the one of the stuff that and then later on they started interviewing them separately and, and they were kind of saying the exact same thing. Man, they were they were just congratulating Almeida for winning for winning coach of the year. There was no interviews involved. <laughs> no interviews so, involved. But, but so, here's so, the other the other thing I don't know if you guys saw it on Fútbol Picante, they had um they had Belias. It was like a day or two days ago, and and they they brought up the Osorio question again, and so it was interesting to me for to hear him say basically some of the same things already. So I mean I think they've been like slowly laying this this down for us, you know, kind of kind of conditioning us, preparing us. Um, right. So he was saying, you know, and the, the word that gets thrown a lot is autocritica, hay que tener autocritica, and, and they're saying how, you know. There's, there's no one really to tell Osorio like what he's doing wrong or what he needs to right. change. Because you know, because Jimmy Bathrooms has moved on, so there's there, there's nobody there. Well, so, yeah. So a lot of the pressure is yeah. now falling on Cantu, who's who's he's the main guy that supposedly that gave the thumbs up to bring in Osorio. So right. So Monday well, there's, we'll a, there's, a, there's a lot of rumors abound about that. Uh, and we need to. Uh, so, so you're saying Monday we'll we'll know where where Osorio stands. So if he walks into the room and and, and then the floor is covered in carpet or tarps, like, well, that's the other thing they're saying that he might not even be in the meeting. It must it might, it might just be Cantu, you know, yeah. to be like, hey, you, well, this is well, this is this how it's gonna go now because 
you know, the owners, the owners of the, of the selection wow. demanded. And uh, so who knows? But, but Monday we'll know if, if there's any truth to these rumors. All right. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, we will, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this next week. Good to have you with us, uh, as always, Joel. And I want to introduce to you another uh, another Chivarmano. In Orlando, Florida, of course, we're talking about the Rigoberto Raton Ayala. Raton, how are you, sir? Good, and yourself? Now, now Raton, tell us, you, you write for you write for uh, FMF State of Mind, correct? Correct. And you and you write for, for, for another website. What other website do you write for? No, that's the only website I write for. Oh, that, is that the only one? You're, you have, you're, you yeah. have an exclusive contract with them, with FMF, yeah. but, State I, of Mind. but if, if anybody else would like to hire me, then I'm, I can make myself available. Anyways, All right. Well, uh, sure. Well, we, uh, yeah, we all strictly, feel the same way. I, uh, I, I, cover, I cover Chivas for FMF State of Mind. Really? So, yeah. Well, I mean, write what you know about, right? Yeah, now, are you fair? Are you fair in your, in, in, in your I think commentary? Or? I think I'm pretty fair. I think I'm pretty fair. Sometimes I get a little you know, excited about, about the matches and, and I might embellish a little bit. I might call, yeah. I might call, you know, Orbelin like the next Iniesta. Right. So or hang on a second. Messi. Okay. Now, now question. So, so Rodolfo, and we'll get into this a little bit. So Pizarro scored a great goal over the weekend. Yes. How many, how many flowery $10 words did you use to describe the move to score the goal? <laughs> I haven't. I, I I normally do the I normally do the previews of the matches. Right. I don't do the recaps. Okay. So, so but have you so written the preview it, for it, next week? I I know. I'm, I'm I'm well. I'm in I'm in the middle of it. I'm writing it tomorrow. But it it's it's definitely a, it was definitely brilliant, along with amazing. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just it was just just the way he just went in between both those guys was just a thing of beauty. Yeah, and you know that uh, Osorio and Bumpy were going. Meant- why couldn't he do that for us against Jamaica? Come on, dude! But uh, it was it was a great goal. I didn't I, I did not get to see it live because I was busy. Uh, I was busy working in Houston over the weekend, so I, did I didn't get, get to see, that see it live either. Game. I didn't get to see it live either. I wasn't watching the game. What kind of chat on you, man? I, I thought you'd, you'd be like like because I know the Joel ain't watching, and now we got you not watching too. No, no, Joel, but I mean, I'm normally a bad gonna... influence. You are a bad influence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally gonna watch, but I was out for a friend's going away party, and I. I completely, but I mean, I was on my phone the whole time, like checking scores, checking goals. Yeah. As soon as they score, I'm like, I need a link. Right. The thing about, know, being, the thing about being it, a writer on Twitter, the thing about being a writer on Twitter is like, once you get followers, and you say, can I have a link? And then like three people send you the link right away. Right. So thank you to all my followers. You guys are greatly appreciated. Yeah. And then uh, were you like uh, one of our uh, fellow members of, of one of the chats we have, one of uh, another Chiva Hermano? Who uh, and, I, and I quote uh, George Costanza when I say this after he ate some mango, where he says, "I think it's moving." Is, is that is that how you felt when you saw the the Pizarro goal, like 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 our fellow Chivarmano? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, I understand. I was it was a great goal. I understand. It's uh, glad to have we're heading board. in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys. Uh, glad to have you board. Last but not least, uh, at least uh, the folks who are, who are joining us live right now, we have an Escondido, California man who I think would have taken the same red card Chepel took Sunday after just a, a, a ridiculous call that did not go Santos' way, and then Chepel egging, egging the crowd on as he should have, getting ejected from the game. 
Daniel Pesado joins us from Escondido, California. Daniel, how are you? I'm doing excellent, John. Good evening, everybody. Okay. Um, I, in true Cantina MX podcast member fashion, missed it. Fantastic. Does anybody watch soccer on here? That's why we're doing our, our, our grab back show today because I think that uh, – as evidenced by but the... you know what, John? Um, yes, I was I was actually thinking about Regal right now, and I, my one adjective might consider including in your in your uh, in your article boner inducing. Yeah, indeed. Now, do you think boner that after inducing. after he scored the after he scored the goal, was it done? Uh... You know, black and white it would just capture the moment so nicely. When oh oh. I think that that's uh, that that's a very interesting word to uh, to throw around on the, on the show to describe. Yeah, I mean it's it was it was, it was a great goal. goal. It was it was a great goal. It was sexy. <laughs> yes, it was. It, it was it was indeed that. So, Joe, well, let's let let's make that our first topic as it was on the list. Let, let's let let let's delve into this goal a little deeper, a little harder. It was it was it was a goal that, uh, that 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 tied the uh, the game against Cruz Azul. Now it wasn't it wasn't a full Cruz Azul either because it just happened like in the sixty something minutes. So not a you know it was just a you know light on the Cruz Azuliando part of the Cruz Azul. But uh, both teams were down to ten men and, uh, and and Chivas. You know I think the most important thing for them right now, and I'm sure that my the the, the Chivas uh, folks that are on this thing will agree, is it just stay above water right now, just just tread. You start getting your players back, you start getting the rhythm, and then you can uh, work your way into the season, come in sixth or seventh, and just start you know beating people's asses in the, in the league. Seems like a good strategy. Yeah, I think so. I, as long as they don't get too far behind, I think. Uh, yeah, and I, I think that's that's been the whole. I think that's been the whole game plan. It's just like not lose. You know, try and get a couple, you know, victories here and there, and and let the team get healthy. I mean, the, a red card isn't going to help because there really isn't a replacement for Adis Hernandez uh, on the team. But yeah, but those things you can't help. I mean, that's yeah, you're not going in thinking that that's going to happen. Yeah, it was, um, but I think now Alanis comes back, Ayito comes back. Uh, I think I think the team is is doing all right so far. I wasn't expecting them to be. Uh, you know, six points undefeated at, at this point in the season, especially with everything that's been. What are you talking about, dude? They've, they've had two draws, Holmes. Yeah. No, that's I know. Two, that's two points. No, oh, I I expect, oh, you didn't expect. I wasn't expect oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't expecting right, to have six points. Um. So, and I'm okay. So I'm okay with. Yeah. I actually just I just put on the the replay of the goal. So I and frankly, it. I mean, though those are two tough outs in Liga Mekis to begin with. You know, with Toluca home or away is always going to be a tough game. And Cruz Azul home away is always going to be a tough game too. So to get those yeah, out out of the way early, yeah. Didn't Cruz Azul go into Tijuana last week and the week before and uh, Cruz Azul? And by the Tijuana. way, my pick, my pick. By the way, Cruz Azul to, to to win the title this year. Just want y'all to remember that when it yeah, happens. I mean, they, when it happens. Now, Joel, like I have a question for you. And now, Joel, you 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 were an, you were not on the Almeida train, and then and then they won the title, and then you have. <clears throat> You, he has he has convinced you enough that you, that you are you are growing your hair in the in the Almeida style. You are you are you are you are one hundred percent an, an Almeidista. 
No, I have drank. Yeah, I have drank the the Martin Kool Aid. So no, why is that? What what, what 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 has Almeida done? I mean, uh, I know the winning it was, but but I mean, obviously, you're winning to you. Obviously, it's important, but it's not it's not the end all be all. So so what is it that that, that he has done that that has convinced you that that this that Chivas is on the right path with him? No, just just this overall way of being, you know, uh, ended up being genuine. Genuine. Uh, at first, I thought it was more of an act, just the way he came in. Mm-hmm. Pretending not to know what was going on, <laughs> I think he was fully aware. Uh, but but I think he's he's had to deal with some of the stuff because he was going to get sacked like six months in or or, or probably less. You know they're they're going to sack him twice. I mean, but but I think he stayed true to himself and and he's and you know we've also seen how he's evolved as a coach. With like just, just it's a lot of his cambios in the second half and whatnot. Okay, so let's uh, let, let's let's ask this question then for 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 Matias. I don't think anything's going to happen, you know, for, for him either, either with Chivas or Mexico or anything. At least until after the World Cup, I think he stays at Chivas through that period, and Mexico doesn't make a change at least for the 2018 World Cup that would involve him. So he has, so they offer that to him. They offer him, okay, here's, here's the Mexico national team. But then a club in, in Spain, like let's say uh, Almeria or you know, somebody like that, the Real Betis, let's say, offers him, offers him a gig. I don't think he leaves for the, a team like that. So it would have to be like a Sevilla or a Valencia or a, Think we go Valencia, uh, Fiorentina, Fiorentina, or right. Oh, I think he's gone. Inter. Yeah. So, so, so it would have to be an upper echelon European team. This way. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he I don't think he leaves for just like a mid mid table team. Yeah. Okay. I do think he would. I do too. Because ultimately, um, bringing Sevilla, turning them into. Europa League. Well, I would, maybe consider, I would an, consider Sevilla a an upper echelon. I would consider them an upper echelon team. I'm, I'm talking like a like a Real Betis. No, that's a, that's what I'm saying. Real Betis, uh, like to get to uh, take a team uh, like that into the Europa League, or even sneak them into the Champions League. That would, I think, resonate a lot more and, and <clears throat> elevate his career, like as far as opportunity is concerned. More so than winning a league with Chivas. Because they generally let it known that. You know, he they might he might just be at Chivas for six more months. He said in an interview with the Business Insider, the Mexican Business Insider. Um, but so yeah, I think if a good enough offer comes along, he would leave. I mean, I think he achieved everything he can achieve in Liga MX. Yeah, I, I think if he wins the like the double double. One, he would have a hell of an endorsement opportunity. And and you but, know but, what? But two, then, then then yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. That he had, up. and his agent tried getting him the Paraguay job. Well, at least he wouldn't be confused by the uniform. 
Yeah, same. You know, he know he know which team was his. Man, you guys are overhyping. Overhyping the man. It's not necessarily overhyping, but I mean, I I think it's pretty obvious that uh, if he is still in Mexico in 2018, they, I mean, they they will offer him the Mexico gig. I think that that's. I wonder if he'll take it though. Because well, that that's my question. Is it, is, 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 is it, what would what would he? It's a huge he, commitment of time. Yeah. Well, and also also the pressure. Like we see Osorio getting know that and getting told to go back to his country. Is is Matias going to take that risk if he starts? You know, down the wrong path and then receive the same results. No, I, I think, think he get a I lot more a respect different. because of what he's done with the league. He's automatically going to command a lot more respect because one of the knocks on Osorio is what has he done as, as a coach where you won't be able to say that with with, with He's won. And you saw you, you saw the evolution that from when he first took the team uh, the first couple seasons where you know they made early exits out of the Liguilla. I think the first year he made the Liga, like he was tactically outcoached by La Volpe, I think it was. Um, and you see how he, like, you know, uh, was able to evolve it, uh, tactically. Um, so I think that's where, you know, he differs. So He seems to get a lot pressure, out of the players, too. I think the, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the pre- obviously the pressure for the national team is, is huge. Um, I still had the pressure for being for Chivas too. I mean, I, I well, mean, I never pra- heard it's of, practically I, the same thing. Yeah, you know. I, I never heard about him being almost sacked. But then there was there was a long stretch where Chivas wasn't winning when he first started. They were just drawing every game or losing. Uh, I mean, you saw the the team playing well, but they just they just couldn't score and they couldn't win uh, for a, for a, a long period of time. It took them over half the season to I think uh, win the first game, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Took them a while. So, um, and I could see that happening with Mexico. Um, I mean, they were able to, you know, hold off in, in Chivas, and, it, and it, obviously the media in Mexico is relentless. But So, so y'all are saying that uh, if he's still at Chivas at the end of next season, which is when the World Cup starts, you know, if he's here for the whole nine months, uh, you know, through May of 2018, and Mexico's going to do what they're going to do in the World Cup, they're going to look for a new coach. I'm pretty sure they're going to offer it to him first. If 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 a if a you know like an Osasuna type team offers him, he's 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 going to bolt and go to Europe. I don't think so. Not over the night. Not over the Mexican national team. Hey, uh, Richard Flores brings a better point or another point. Before I was saying, Richard Flores is a very smart man. He he would have to he would have to win Liga MX one more time for me to consider him for the national team. But Flores said he has to win Libertadores <laughs> with Chivas, and then he'll be legit. And I I sort of agree with that's a higher bar than Liga MX. Of course, hey, we're not playing Libertadores though, so kind of hard to win that one. Well, we I thought they it. were. I thought they were playing Libertadores. No, it's going to be negotiated. Has it been, hasn't he... been fully decided yeah. as of. He oh, needs more cred, basically. That's that's the point. The point is, he needs more. Well, cred. let's see, well let's see because what he does. His predecessors have have had so much. I mean, La Volpe. How many did he win? Right. Um, and you know, yeah. did, didn't Javier Aguirre? Yeah, he was he he lost the final, and they used him in two thousand two. 
But La Volpe has been in Mexico for a while. He he's been with Argentina in the World Cup. He's he's sort of a bigger name. Almeida sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah, but at least Almeida's ideas are new and they're fresh. Whereas La Volpe is old. Almeida also, Almeida, Almeida also also brought River Plate at a at a relegation. Yeah, he also has he has the new car smell. I mean, the flavor of the month. It's not so much a flavor of the month. I just think that. Um, I think he's the best equipped for it. You have to, you have to have a younger guy who's had success. I mean, I mean that's why to me Piojo was always in it. it was just, it was just a great choice at that, at that time. It was just, you know, he's, 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 you know, for him it was his dream job. I mean, he was really motivated. Uh, so. But you know what, gentlemen, the selección. You know, you guys are seeing it as a team and tactics and and all that, but it's also a product that gets heavily marketed. And and in that in that sense he he's you know he has the the attitude you know the personality the even the looks that that just you know would generate more positive attention. Whoa 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 whoa! Is yeah, whoa! I need looks to be on the. To be... No, are but saying, it helps. Are you it, saying it you're, you're subscribed to his Instagram? <laughs> Not yet, but Rafa Puente Jr. is is also like you know he's making a case. Now, Joel, are you saying that uh, our our friend uh, El Primitivo would have a hard time coaching the yeah Primitivo has a hard time coaching. He can only coach teams in Mordor. He he can't you know uh-huh. he'll be better off wearing a lucha libre mask. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, you, I know it's a bit controversial. We don't like talk about it, but that's been a big reason why uh, someone like Nacho gets. Gets a lot of bad rep, like Nacho Ambriz, and, and he's doing pretty good right now. I think he's top of the league with Necaxa. The team of his, el equipo sus amores. You know why I say this? Because about the time they were gonna sack him, I was reading the comments from from America fans, and it was pretty brutal. <laughs> you know, a lot yeah, of but the, the reality is, 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 you know, is that regardless of how the, the the coach looked, they're gonna they're gonna always attack that anyway. Period. <laughs> it's just, it's just the reality. From from a marketing standpoint, I I could kind of see Jose's point though. He he does, you know, when you start looking at different factors, he he's that you're able to check off a few more boxes with him than you would somebody else. Well, I mean that that that's great that he, that he looks good in the suit and the whole bit. And I understand what Joel is saying, but I mean, but to me, the reason I think that I made that is, is a trick. I, I think that he's the kind of guy. You know, I, I see him as like a as like as like a young Vucetich type. You know, a guy who can, you know, who, who you know, if he by some miracle was able to stay for a whole four year cycle, then I think that it would be, uh, I would be very interested to see the final product. And I just and, don't and know. I can't what, say that about a lot of coaches right now in Mexico. I just don't know what his ambition is. Like, how far is he trying to reach? Right. And that, I think, if he's really reaching, like thinking super lofty. As far as his, his coaching career goes, then I don't see how Mexico is going to help him that. Unless well, it depends on what he wants to coach. If he wants to coach in the clubs, I agree with you. But say he wants to, you know, the, like his dream is to coach Argentina, then then coaching a place like Mexico would 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 be would be great for him. That's true. Yeah, I guess it, it does depend on what he's. Uh, yeah, because I'm thinking if he if he's going thinking big club then. Spending four years in Mexico, yeah, it's, is not it, help yeah that. exactly. You, 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 now there, you're exactly right. But, uh, 
but but if he has national team ambitions, yeah, because I mean, if he can, then you know, then he could do the same thing in Argentina. Yeah, and and the truth is, he wouldn't be really. I mean, well, who knows? But I don't think he'd be considered for the for Argentina's next cycle. Right. But it wouldn't shock me. Yeah, yeah, provided he has. I mean, all, in all honesty, if, if, if their coach starts, you know, if if, if they barely make the World Cup, I mean, because you know, people always make fun of how how fast coaches uh, Mexico goes through coaches. Argentina is, is is not that far behind. Now, granted, I know that their standards are a little higher, and I get that, but uh, I mean, they 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 run through two or three coaches in a World Cup cycle with regularity. Argentina does, and in fact, if I'm not mistaken, Ahoyan, I wish I wish the uh, I wish Grand Maestro was on with us because. Oh, he is on with us. I didn't realize he was on. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Had no idea. Well, let's uh let's uh let's let let's jump. Let let's jump right right into that. Well, he's still on mute, so maybe we'll have to we'll have to wait for him to unmute himself before he Ah, there there he is. I think so. El, el señor que le pone la crema a los tacos. Pero yes. todavía cobra por el aguacate. Of course, we're talking about uh, <laughs> Ronnie de Luna. Ronnie, how are you, sir? Good, good. So, so my question, Ronnie, uh, and then thanks for joining us, uh, as you always do from 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 Philadelphia. When Carlos Villardo won the World Cup for Argentina, was he not being just pilloried for you know a, a mediocre run up and the whole bit, and they wanted him gone and Yes, yes, he was. He was. Uh, he was actually. He was being crucified with his tactics and all as well. Right. And, and so I remember. I remember the sign at the end of the final. Some fans were carrying a sign and it said "Perdón, Carlos, gracias." Yeah. So. Uh, you remember, I mean, seriously, it was a huge sign that they were carrying on the field. Well, well, it also happened. I mean, it also happened that you know Menotti was more of a a player's player. You know. Um, so I mean, obviously, a lot of people felt more. You know the the press and 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 the fans felt a little bit more right. towards uh, Menotti, right? And Bilardo, you know, was more more straightforward, more professional, uh, obviously more educated. Um, Ob- so obviously, he, yes, uh, I believe he's a doctor. I think he's a medical doctor, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah, he's. Uh, Is that all he's done? Yeah, yeah. So, but he he looked at the game. You know, he looked at the game obviously a lot differently. In fact, he's the one that he's really the one that started doing the uh, the, the the three man back line because his uh, his line of thinking was that well, your most teams are using two forwards. What do I need four when I can just use three and I still have a numerical advantage? Right. But yes, but yes, uh, Argentina. He was getting crucified for that. Yeah, so uh, you know now, now they have some Pauli, so you know who knows how it's going to go, how it's going to how it's going to go for him. Now uh, let's uh, now it's good that we have Ron on now because now we can get into the to the to the plato fuerte. So let's go ahead and give uh, our little wheel a spin here, <laughs> and uh, so it's landed on 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 the big news. Uh, pretty much all over the world uh, was that uh, the Neymar went from uh, from Barça. Over to uh, Paris Saint Germain for a hefty fee of two hundred and sixty-two million dollars, which is exactly, indeed, exactly a hundred million times more than the transfer fee. If if we transfer Joel over to the Mexican Soccer Show, we get we'll get two hundred and sixty-two dollars. <laughs> so, you can say. 
Yeah, well, you get ten percent. You get ten percent, Joel. So you remember that you you know you get ten percent of the ten percent of the deal. <laughs> so it was, it was. I think the number was two hundred sixty-three million. They put that out outlandish. Uh, the number that you know no no team is ever going to meet for a transfer in Paris Saint says, "Hold my beer. Here you go. Here's the money. Boom!" And he had to go. I I, I honestly I think it's a it's a waste of t- money. You know, I honestly, hey, good for good for Neymar, but first, first, first and foremost, the French league is not really a very attractive league. That's Dude, he's not, he's not, he's not there to play the French league. I know, I know, but I know. I mean, the only way I can see this being a success if if, if every Middle Eastern gets a Paris Saint Germain, you know, uh, jersey, and then they make their money back. But uh, other than that, I, I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I mean, had had at what point? How many Champions Leagues do they need to win for this to be validated? Well, at this point, I mean, I think it just won. I mean, they just have to make the semifinals of the Champions. They've never been to the semifinals of a Champions League. Paris Saint-Germain has has historically just been a meh. They they haven't done anything. They're just a... You know, they might as well be the... uh, the Puebla of 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 of, uh, of Liga. Seriously, they just they just really just haven't amounted to much historically. I know that lately they have because they've been spending a crazy amount of money to to buy the players they have. But uh, you know, the, the, you know, as far as Mar, I mean, the, this is a huge move to put the city of Paris as a place where they've really never been before, which is the center of the soccer. You know, one of the the, the epicenters of the, of the soccer universe. Wait, they have been so in that sense. But just very recently, Joel, and not and not nearly to this degree. World Cup '98. Well, yeah, for for twenty days. I, I I'm talking about like for for from <laughs> from, from January one to December thirty one. People, you know, Paris Saint Germain is now, you know, they've they've they they, they have elevated themselves in, in, into that that group of like three or four teams that the entire world talks about. Yeah, at least for the next two years. If if he can't win anything important, then people are just gonna forget. And he's only 25, so I mean, you know, the, the, it's not like you know he still has. I don't think we've seen the best of him, and I don't think he was had really had the opportunity to do what he did at we least in Brazil and in, in Barcelona. We so. haven't seen his final form yet. It, it, it seems it seems like every you know French Frenchman that you know wants to you know wants to be, uh, I guess, the team like the franchise type players. They would rather be in London, Madrid, or Milan. You know, I, I just—I mean, most Frenchmen. I mean, they want to go outside of their leagues to to, to succeed. So right. I, I don't—I just don't see it, and and, and I just—I I just think the money is just ridiculous what they spend. I mean, a couple of years back, what was it? The Olympic Marseille—they were giving Real Madrid, and they were giving some of the teams in the Champions League a run for their money, and obviously they weren't spending that type of money. Like if if he's going for two twenty-two, what's Messi and what's Cristiano going for? Well, it wasn't two twenty-two. It was two sixty-three. Oh, two sixty-three. Yeah. But so, what? What is? Well, but that's the thing, though. Is 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 that that was that 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 was the you know the 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 basically like like the 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 trigger number. I mean, it, you know, I'm, I'm sure Messi's is like three hundred, or and I'm sure Cristiano's is like you know up you know three between three and four. I'm sure. Like like the only way we're getting this guy goes if y'all. Come in and do what Paris Saint Germain did. Did they drop us stupid money? You know. You know this is Tigres, well, in a much much smaller scale of it, 
this is Tigres after after Tuca won the title for 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 Pumas and dropping a dump truck full of money on his driveway and saying, "Come coach us." Okay, I think so, to a certain degree. I think that the real winner here is going to be Barcelona with that money. I think the real winner is going to be Brazil. Because now you have five starters from your national team all playing together, heading into the World Cup. Real winner is Neymar and his descendants. That's true. Banking all that cash. Yeah, he's gonna he's getting paid a half. It was six hundred thousand a week, a euro a second, which is exactly five hundred ninety nine thousand five hundred more than I make a week. So. What if what if he gets injured? Are we, are that? I'm sure they'll have an insurance policy. He could care less about Brazil, man. If he never plays for Brazil again, that'd be fine with him. But you're right, Ronnie. And, and, I don't and, think that's true at all, Beto. What did, what did Beto say? He said Beto, he doesn't you, care if he if he he doesn't care about his national team at all. Oh, I think so. I think he. Does. I think it's a big part. If 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 he, if it if it was uh, if it came down to to playing. With uh, ESG and all this money, or playing with Brazil, he'd take the money. But he's never going to have to make that choice. Club over country is what his thoughts are. That's that's pure What's speculation wrong? on your part. You can and you can never prove that that because he's never going to be asked to make that yeah, choice. It's an, it's an intelligent analysis using the psychology of this situation. He's a money grab, going after his own. How is it a money grab? He how is he? Why should he be loyal to Barcelona because Messi was? He, he takes a picture with He takes a picture with Piquet saying and Piquet says se queda and then Dude, all of this stuff happens. Again, again well, the number well, he the number posted that crazy number. Piquet, if he was going to meet the number then they they have no choice but to let him go. That's just the reality. And Piquet posted that I mean well, at least he claims and and, and thinking that he, like that's what he thought or that's what he was hoping thinking that he was going to that was going to happen but if so what? I mean the guy it's not like he's going uh, to the galaxy, Beto. He's he's going to a, to a team who's who's hungry to win, and there are a lot of positives. Like like Regal said, he's going to be playing with a lot of other guys that, that play for his national team. Which that, that's a I think that's think, actually a big a big. And not only that, but but what uh, what what place is that team in right now in the I mean, They've already qualified for the World Cup. They're what like eight ten points clear. Of- yeah, their their new coach has turned the the, the team around. They are. I mean, some people are, are thinking that that, that 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 they're back. I think I think the money. I mean, obviously the money was, was was a huge point, but I think Danny Alves and his friendship with Danny Alves was pretty big in in bringing him to PSG. Do you guys consider PSG a bigger club than Porto? Yes. Even though Porto has won the Champions League fairly recently, bigger in terms of money and, and, I and I would say now no. and names, but, but but they have they're like they're like Manchester City now, Ronda. That's what PSG is. They're they're Manchester City. They're just the a club with middling history. Yeah, but I mean, well, honestly, tell me what Manchester City had done in the previous fifty well, years. Hey, I'm with you. With it. I hate all these teams that have you know the Chinese and their money and stuff like that. They're they're great all of a sudden just because you pump a full of money. Well, apparently it does because they did it to Manchester City, and they, they all of a sudden they won a couple of Premier League titles. So yeah, it does work that way now. Yeah, but what? Give it time. You have to give it time. I mean, what? what one or two titles still really isn't you no. Know, yeah, but they got money to throw. They have no reason to wait. I mean, if they if they if they're a team with a clear objective, I think even uh, Danny Bramovich said the same thing before he left the club. He's like, look, no matter what happens, this team's 
I mean, they're they want to win. Just like Manchester, like in very similar fashion as Manchester City, they they're 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 going to throw a lot of money and and hope that that brings them um, some titles. I, I don't see an issue with it. That WWE um, GIF uh, describes the situation when where, where shows Neymar like using a wrestling a, one, using a chair, yeah, using a chair on uh, sweating. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's. A, <laughs> Now, but Ronnie brought up a really big point about uh, you know who who does this benefit? It benefits um, Barcelona, which I, I couldn't agree more. You're absolutely. I mean, aside from the monetarily, but I mean, usually Barcelona does moves like this to 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 get rid of their stars before they you know kind of fetter away. And so now that now they don't necessarily have to now 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 they can keep Messi instead of instead of shipping them off to Chelsea or something for 180 million dollars. Now they don't have to do that. And and they just got a two hundred and fifty million dollar thing where they can go get the the next twenty year old superstar that they keep for the next ten years. I think Messi's. I think. That, I think. I think. Unfortunately, I think the biggest problem with Barcelona right now is they, they're they, because of the move of of Neymar and bringing in like Rakitic, it it stifled their their youth development because it, these guys are taking up spots and and now like. Like their best midfielder from the youth academy is playing for Bayern Munich. Um, they have no left winger. A couple years. Broke out the group. Oh, can you hear me, guys? Yeah. We got a caller also. A couple years back, a couple years back, they were saying that when Real Madrid was playing and Barcelona was winning all these all these trophies and they were the super team and stuff like that, a lot of people were saying that the problem with Real Madrid isn't Real Madrid. It's the fact that Barcelona is just a better team than in there. And I think that's not the I think that's the same with you know Barcelona. They're not a bad team. They're still a really great team to the point where they they should be winning Champions League. But unfortunately, they caught Real Madrid in in, in a in a thing where they've been to three finals of the Champions League. Three out of four, what three out of four uh, years. Yeah. So it's not it's not you know, right now a lot of the press and they're doing what they're supposed to do. They just want to sell papers and stuff like that and get clicks. But Barcelona is still a great team, so Barcelona is still going to win the championship without without you know Neymar. So I mean, obviously with the money that they're going to make from that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not, I'm not crying too too much for Barcelona. No, I'm for not. I'm, I think I, I think I think that it's a hell of a deal. To me, the the biggest problem that Barcelona has, and and it's and it's by no fault of their own, and I know Iniesta is the fact that they don't have Xavi and Iniesta in the middle. Like they did for all those years, where they just destroyed everybody, and and, and then those are once in a century, and they had two of them. They had once in a century players, and they had two of them playing together. I mean, it's yeah, they just haven't been able to replace Xavi. Well, geez, I mean, no, it's luck. tough. I know, no, I know, and and that's I mean, where that, that goes back to what I was saying. How like Thiago Alcantara was supposed to be the guy that was going to step in to that role. And they ended up selling him because he just wasn't getting playing time. Because Xavi was, Xavi was there. Yeah, because Xavi was there. No, I know. And, and, and now, and if I'm them, I go. I try to go back after him because you need you need that midfielder that's going to control that's going to control the, the, the possession. Now, Chiki, you, you said we had, we had we had a caller. Yeah, we do. Caller, who, 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 who who's calling us? Who who has who has joined Eric, us this evening? It is Eric Rodriguez from Dallas, Texas. Eric Rodriguez from Dallas, Texas. How are you, Eric? Good. How are y'all? Eric, what part of town are you live in Dallas? Uh, down Dallas, like right across from SMU, the poor side though, on the rich side. Oh, over on over on the east side of seventy five, not the west side. Yeah. So you live like in like in like Lower Greenville? Is that is that where you are? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right around there. 
Have you been to Fuel City Tacos? Oh, yeah. I know. Not yet. I've heard of it, but it was one of the other. But it's all the way, like, near downtown. There's a lot of traffic. And it's, I'm yeah, it, it's the gas station at I-35 and, uh, uh, well, it used to be industrial. Like they call it Riverside or Riverfront now, whatever yeah, it is. I hear that, but yeah. yeah, I highly recommend it. So, And they're open 24-7. So if, if you want that, they'll be open for you. So I, I do I do recommend Did you have a question or comment, sir? Yeah, is that a question? Um, you know, recently this uh, this year, you know, Keisuke Honda decided to join Pachuca, you know, the team for he, he uh, decided to go to sorry, are going to another European team because he wanted to compete in the FIFA Club World Cup. That kind of got me interested in. Uh, i wondering that you know, for years, I kind of been hearing about how people saying you know, oh, one day. League of Mex will be seen as the, one of the top tier leagues in the world. You know, we'll have a bunch of foreigners coming in, top players playing here, and it'll be just like, like just like MLS will be in the future, or you know, or European leagues like Premier League or La Liga. But it seems that we've been seeing that for a long time now, and it hasn't happened. I mean, like if I can, like in the past three years, we only had like two great players come in that are really foreigners, aren't from Latin America, which is Ignac from France and now Honda from Japan. It's just like, we got my friends worldwide. I mean, I know like a lot of like, like on the internet, mainly like in the U.S., a lot of U.S. like football shows will, will talk about how VMX is good. But when you go to Europe or anywhere else, they just, you can't look down on the scene. Well, did, did now, now, uh, did you consider a great player someone that has to, do they have to automatically come from Europe to be a great player? From, from a European side, or can they come up from South America? Because there is a ton of good South American players playing the Mekis. So I think that there's been more than like a few great uh, great players. You know, it is an interesting point, and I do think that uh, I personally believe that Liga Mekis is. Where do we have great players from outside of Latin America? And my, my, I guess my main question is do you ever think Liga Mekis will get that recognition as a good top league? Because if you, if you ask me. I, th- I think it's getting it now. I think Liga Mekis better than most European leagues. Like, if you're used to the period with, with, the, with the European leagues, it'd probably be, like, third or fourth. Well, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I think that the Liga Mekis is uh, as good or and, and better than, than, than most of the leagues in Europe. I don't think there's, there's any question of that. Uh, I think there's a lot of factors involved as far as them being able to attract the quality of star that... Uh, that, that you believe they should be getting, and I think that they are in the process of, of, of possibly starting to go that go that route, just because they not only have competition in Europe, they have competition in MLS that are starting to, to pluck younger players at a, at a at a price that is comparable to what they would pay for. Uh, another topic that we'll uh, we'll be discussing here in a second, but I mean, as far as quality of play, I think yeah, Liga Mekis is certainly on par with 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 with. Uh, you know, I mean, certainly a top ten league in the world. I don't know if there's any question about that. I don't know if I don't know if I'm, am I blown smoke up my own ass or or, or, or do y'all feel the same way? What's your top five? Well, here's the thing, though. Just like the Mexican doesn't have to leave Mexico because he can make a living, the Mexican soccer player can make a living in Mexico. The European is almost the same. So yeah, yeah. Why would he come to to play in Mexico when I mean, he could play? You know, in... Okay, if you, if you use that same logic, it's not like they're going to Brazil, the Brazilian league, or the Argentinian league either. They would rather actually come to the Mexico because of the higher salaries. You know, uh, 
but uh, I just I, I don't it's I don't think it's a knock on Liga MX. I just think it's it's the fact that the European player doesn't need to go to the Americas to make a living. You know. Um, yeah, you know, so I've always thought that Liga MX Ron was 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 good for that. The European player, kind of between 28 and 32, not necessarily Cartucho Quemado, but a guy who is not going to get that big contract anymore. But you know what? He might get it in MLS or Liga Mekis. And uh, so I, I think that, in all honesty, at least at least for now, I think that those are the like a guy like Gignac. You know, Gignac. You know, he's not 23. You know, he's he's got some tread on the tire. And you know, for, for for a player like that, that you know, it's kind of like how Chicharito is at West Ham. If Chicharito doesn't get that West Ham offer, I'm pretty sure he's playing either in Chivas or with or with uh, an MLS side. But they paid 16 million dollars for him, so yeah, he's gonna I, go. I, I, you know, I think the, he, and, I think he, and, he had an offer from Spain and Italy, but he wanted West Ham. Yeah, but I guarantee that offer from Spain or Italy wasn't sixteen million dollars. No, you're right. No. <laughs> and, 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 and talk about him moving back to. Like, and, uh, we were guys arguing last week or two weeks ago with Focus Rojo's episode. You know, I feel like they put too much emphasis on Mexican players going to Europe. I mean, you know, if it's nothing bad, I mean, if they're good, they're going to stay good. I mean, the league makes is not a horrible or crappy league. I mean, it's good. No, no, no. To me, though, the the, the, the biggest difference that Liga Mekis has uh, compared to the rest of the rest of the leagues, at least at least the the, the, the top tier, and as far as uh, top, you know, top five, and I would consider, uh, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I mean, I think you know, you know, the the EPO, La Liga, uh, the the Italian league, the Bundesliga are the top four, and then there's a, you know, take a pick for you know for who has the fifth. But I mean, I mean, those to me are, are the top four leagues in the world, and. And then there's a pecking, you know, it, just, it kind of bounces around. But uh, you got me, you know. And I, I started thinking about that, and I and I forgot what the, what, what was the question you had there, Eric. But also keep keep in mind. Well, no, I was just that's all you want to know is um, why do you think like this in general? Liamex doesn't like pull more talent is what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah, and not talent. Yeah, like, like I, don't, I don't really care if foreigners come to you know, Mexico. That's not my real. My real question isn't why do we get them. It's just when will people, you know, or I mean, like other countries recognize as a good league. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I for me, I think well, one the, the the first thing they have to do is they actually have to showcase the league. You know, Liga Mekis is on in the U.S. and nowhere else. It might be on in Central America. But you know, if, 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 it, it may be on in South America, but you know, it's not being shown in, in Europe at all. And that's and that's oh yeah, that 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 is the first step. If if they want to get that recognition, if they really want to go after that, Martin, then they actually have to start, you know, showing them what 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 the league can do. I mean, you know, but you know, e- e- even today, I mean, in the last World Cup, if you if you listen to the BBC's calls of Mexico games, I mean, I mean, to them, Mexico is is like this outpost. In the world of soccer, that's that's so far seriously, that's so far away that they just they're just like shocked that that the, the players, and 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 it's and it, and it's really bizarre that that even today that that, that still happens, and and a, and a lot of that is because of the fact that Liga Mekis does not market themselves beyond Mexico and the U.S. And then I think it's something that Liga MX chooses to do because of the infrastructure of the league. Yeah, how crazy the whole is that? Gentleman, because of the whole gentleman's agreement, because of. Um, 
But but here's here's the thing. Hey, thanks for your call, Eric. Appreciate it, man. But, the, the, but here's Thank the thing. You, you know, MLS, you know, get you know, got the, for example, Beckham. League of MX doesn't really need Beckham because they're not trying to get you know legitimacy. They're already a legit league. Yeah, but the thing, the, the whole thing about the Beckham thing. Now, didn't Adidas pay for the vast majority of that money? What's that? Adidas? Didn't Adidas pay for the for the big chunk of that? Well, I mean, yeah, MLS because it all, oh, you know, MLS is the one that pays all the salaries. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, I think one other one other factor though that would help the image of the of, of the Mexican league is to actually show up again in the World Cup. Well, I've always I've always thought. You know, when you look at the World Cup and you look at Copa America, for many, many years, Liga MX was well represented in the World Cup and Liga MX because of all the South American players and, and obviously the Mexican players. So, you know, for me, for me, and I wouldn't even say it's validation, but I, I would like it more so than European players. I would much, I would much rather have three, four, five, you know, Argentine players. You know, on the World Cup roster, and you know, three, four, five. You know, Brazilian mm, players. But how many team. of those? But how many of those got Brazilians or Argentinians are playing on the national team? Very few. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying. For me, I would, I would much rather go for that. Than, than, well, I mean, no, uh, I see what you're saying. I see what I see what you're saying. Mexico ends up being, Mexico ends up being like a, a launching point for those for for those for those guys. Except yeah, but a lot, like, a lot of those guys also have you to know, spend their entire careers in Mexico. Oh, or, or that, or that. I mean, in fact, the vast majority of them do. I mean, I think more. what the caller was trying to get at was was why isn't Mexico, you know, why like why aren't we an, an attraction to the rest of the world on a global scale? Like we, yes, we we do it uh, in South America. Uh, but uh, to watch, dude. To be but honest. but that's that's one of the things. Like in, in the Club World Cup, like one of the reasons that I, like I, that I keep insisting that people think less of lesser of of the whole region, including Mexico, is because at the Club World Cup, the one very few chances that you get a chance to measure to play against other clubs from other regions, Mexico underperforms. They underperform. They they. It's the one thing to lose lopsided. Having a lopsided loss to Barcelona, I mean, I think that's expected. <laughs> to lose against the Asian champion, that 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 only hurts. I know, but, you know but even Argentina and Brazil are considered but, lesser but, teams. But Dan, but Dan, you also have to re- remember that sometimes the team that won the Champions League, the Concacaf Champions League, sometimes you know the, by the time they go to to. To, uh, Japan, yeah, but that, like that's the, that's that's excuse making coach. though. Yeah, that's true, but that's that's still excuse making though. I mean, how many yeah. times? How many times? How many chances has Mexican teams had to show up? To, to they, they show have up? every chance. They, they've had every chance. Exactly, just about every. And, and then they, and then and then then the idiots finally finally win the game again the quarterfinal, and they always do it when when they go up against the Real Madrid or Barcelona and just get killed. You know, they never do it when they can play the South American team where they have a chance, they have a much better chance of making the final. Here's a couple of things that could help also, the Mexican it's League. Also a, it's also the Mexican issue. League needs. It's also a calendar issue, gentlemen. Same, the Mexican League needs Libertadores. They need to go to that tournament and showcase themselves in South America, win it, and, and go from there. Another thing is they need a team in Cancun because all these European locations sure is the, is the place where everyone goes to, but. Um, these are divas looking for a vacation spot, so they <laughs> they need a place in Cancun. They need to showcase Mexico as an attractive country to live in. So you, um, as a, that's another so part. Attract them with sin. Is that what you're saying, Beto? 
I mean, I no, agree beach. with it. Beaches, <laughs> water. I agree. And, and for an, and another example is Gignac. I've I've been I've been his uh, kid playing in his backyard, and it doesn't look you know as nice as it could be. That's another thing. But but here, here's the thing, and, and Holy made this point many 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 you know shows ago. I really don't care if they attract players. You know, if you think about it, they you know, Liga MX has attracted every. It seems like almost every Argentine uh, coach from Basile to Villardo to Menor, no, no, Villardo, Menor, a Pasarela. That's because uh, of money, though. It's that? money. Yeah, exactly. But I would much rather attract coaching than players. And some coaches hit it off real well, and some it doesn't, but, but they... Pasarela did well. Yeah. You know, Bielsa did well. You know? I, I, would I don't rather... think I don't think it would it would hurt on a global scale to bring like if if Liga MX could bring in you know big names, not Guignac because Guignac. But that's a big so name they're when never going to bring in big names. But what they yeah. can bring in is our our, guy, our our serviceable guys that can you know that, that 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 have a chance to have one last payment where, where they would never get near. I mean that's why that's why Jonathan came to the MLS. You know, as much as anything else, because he knew he wasn't was going to get a deal like that in Europe. And I think the pressure in Mexico. I, I think his father advised. Like, his father advised. Yeah. You, you can make it a sweeter. You can get a, a sweet paycheck and, and pressure. Was uh. Well, let's. Uh, well, you know that uh, is actually a great way to uh, to to lead into our. Uh, into our next topic, which is which which is which is Jonathan and going over to uh, to LA Galaxy, and I know I know we were kind of touched on it last week, but it was it was made official uh, uh, between shows. And Joel, you live out in LA. Did you uh, did you run out and get run out and get season tickets for the season uh, tickets for 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 for, 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 for what Galaxy? you just said? What did, did you run out and get season tickets for the uh, for Galaxy? Here we go, Galaxy. Oh. No, no. I'm waiting for next year, Don. Oh, that's right, because you have for, a team right down the street. It, it's, yeah, right down the block from me. And uh, you can like walk it's going to be, it's going to be Chicharro or, or Vela, maybe oh, even uh, okay. Wait, Ochoa. He doesn't get tickets. He, he he doesn't like sitting with the commoners. That's true. I can't, I can't share. I, <laughs> Well, I, I, I need my own bathroom. I will say this: <laughs> I, I did go to the uh, the game in LA this year, and I'm just going to say that the LA uh, the atmosphere at LA is, uh, is is a little different than the atmospheres around here in Texas for uh, for, uh, for for Mexico games. Please elaborate. It just smells a little. It's it's it smells very different. It smells very different. Are you saying that people in? Uh, Near the Coliseum and Exposition Park, smell. I'm saying that they're doing something that 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 emits a very strong aroma. Oh, that's that, just a sh- well. Then you guys are just missing out in Texas. That then. that that permeates throughout the entire stadium. Well, to to, to be fair t- to me, the games that I've seen uh, Mexico play in the U.S. have all have all been in indoor stadiums. So that's now imagine that. That's, uh, what a shock, right? Yeah, that that that's not gonna that that kind of behavior is just not gonna fly at our as we as we clutch our pearls. Or, what is that man doing? We're trying to watch a soccer game. 
So, uh, well, you know, yeah, the, the so, Coliseum so crowd was... is a little bit different than, say, the Rose Bowl crowd. There is a difference. Really? <laughs> yes. How much of a difference? Are we talking like, 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 as far as the the quantity of the aroma is it like fifty percent less, twenty five percent less? I'm going to venture a guess and say fifty percent less. Really? At the Rose Bowl. Interesting. I think you get a lot more. Um, at least back in the day, I'm not sure if it's like like it now, but you could you would get like regular games at the Coliseum, and people would just show up and buy the tickets at, like right there. It's not like now where almost everybody buys their tickets ahead of time. The, it was just a lot more of a friendlier place to just walk up because a lot of the people, a lot more Mexican fans, are going to be living around the Coliseum than they are going to be living around the Rose Bowl. Pasadena. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To, to, the neighborhood is a little different. Not, not to say that that there aren't Mexicans in Pasadena. There's plenty, but but right. not to not not with the not not, not not within walking distance of the stadium. But not to the con. No, no. Still, there's still plenty. But I'm just saying, not like, the concentration of Mexicans near oh, right, right. near the Coliseum that can't be matched. You know, it's going to be a rowdy crowd when in a Mexico game when you show up at the parking lot and there's a shitload of parking. And then you're wondering where the Mexican fans are. Then when you go into the stadium, it's packed. So the only thing that you can deduce is that they all just packed in in cars, like very few cars. You know, that's always a good sign. I mean, well, there were there were only twenty cars parked in the Coliseum, Ronnie. At the Coliseum parking lot. <laughs> I, I went to a oh, Chivas. I just parked right up front. That's what happened. At, at, I went to a Chivas America friendly at the Coliseum, and <laughs> I mean, we I was with some Chivistas, and we got pelted. We walked in the wrong section and got pelted with trash. <laughs> We had to run away from the Medica section just because it was just like crazy. The entire section just started chucking stuff at us. Yeah, yeah. There was they're blowing up M eighty. There was bottle rockets. I'm like, that's that's just you. You would never ever see that at the Rose Bowl. Did, <laughs> did you not? Did you not wear both shirts so that you knew that you were? You oh, know, covered, I didn't. Covered I, 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 went in, I went in as a complete neutral. I didn't wear any jerseys, but uh, but you know, guilty by association. Yeah, America's never gonna attempt to uh, rectify their fans and you know, implement something like Tigres is doing. It's their lost hope. And good, and they shouldn't. <laughs> hey, speaking of what Tigres is doing, did you guys, I mean, maybe we could segue into this, but were you guys watching the MLS All-Star game? Hang on a second. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to agree with you. You're spin the wheel? I do have a new one. I do have a new one. Hang on, Ron. I got, I got, I got, I got one more thing. I have to watch paint dry. Is that so? Who made you pulp in this dump? Huh? All, right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> 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 well, well, the reason I say that is because during the MLS All-Star game, I heard the puto chant a few times. And I was just wondering if FIFA is going to find MLS or just U.S. soccer for this. Where is it located at? It was in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, the Mexican. Yeah, the Mexican. <laughs> well, what's his face was at the Rose Bowl during the Mexico match against. Uh, yeah, he said, he said actually there was an interview I saw on that the Ruben Rodriguez actually great get for him. Uh, interview right before right before the match, and uh, he asked him about it, and, and the word that uh, what the Infantino had. Uh, I want to say I think he said heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> so, so they're very yeah. disappointed, but but these guys really know they, they really do bring in the money, though. All right, so so what Tigres is doing is that, is that they've challenged the fans that for for every, every time they chant Tigres, then it's a, a school's going to get renovated. Is, is, is that is that what's going to happen? They're going to they're going to they're going to drive a dump truck of of, of Semex cement, and just drop it at the <laughs> <laughs> drop it at the driveway for the Sklar boys. 
go build some new building on that. That's they're going to renovate. So is that what they're doing? Chickies are going to renovate schools. Yeah, I think they have to do it the whole game, though. I might be mistaken. So they got to do it the whole game. So the, the, if, the, if the fans yell Tigres for every for every on every on every opponent goal kick, then 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 Semex who owns Tigres. Ron, is that correct? Did I get my watch Tigres? My ownership Tigres is probably going to pay guys to yell it because they don't want to cop up. Hey, dude. So like, yeah, dude, like, it's like, hey, dude, he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah, just kick down 50 bucks, kick, just pay somebody 50 bucks here, dude, just, yeah. <laughs> it's like, that reminds me when, uh, take one for the team. when yeah. Krusty wants people to watch his show, goes, watch my show and I'll send you $50. And then you hear the small print, that check will not be honored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's a great, um, a smart move. Definitely from a PR perspective, it's smart. Um, you know, I mean, clearly they have the money to, to do it, <clears throat> and they're trying to get themselves some good publicity. Uh, uh, some may not like it because they may find it as conforming to, uh, I guess, uh, social pressure. Or, uh, but you know, if you really want to get rid of it, you do have to incentivize the fans or or or, or your your fan base. Um, some way, and this is a good positive way to do it. So at least some, some, some definitely, some definitely good uh, will come out of it. You know what's crazy about the whole puto chant is that during the Confed Cup, where they 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 gave Mexico, remember the FIFA gave Mexico the serious finger wag about it. You yo, don't you do it again? And then they didn't do it in the New Zealand. They didn't do it again in the, in the rest of the games. And holy crap, I didn't miss it. Oh yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. So why can't this thing just 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 die a natural death, and, and just and yeah, okay okay we had fun ha ha it's great, you know move move on to the next groseria, because you know it's going to happen eventually. Were, so just when, when just go up, when they kicked up the fans in, in, in Russia, I think fans obviously they have something to lose like you know five hundred bucks the, the plane ticket right passports and stuff like that. What are they really going to lose in Mexico? Not only that, but I mean, do, do, I mean, do they really want to be stranded in Russia? Yeah, because they're going to take their passports and everything. Hey, do the Mexicans in California do the puto chant baseball games? Whenever the pitcher pitches? No, no, no puto chants, but uh, but culero chants are are common. Oh, okay. You'll you'll hear, no, not super common, but you'll hear a culero chant at a a baseball game. At a a doyer game? At a doyer game, I've heard a culero chant. Seriously? That's awesome. Pinche doyers, that's... I'm, that, I, I, I am that, that, pav, that pavilion section is a uh, no joke. That is hilarious. I, I thought Dodger fans were all just so polite and. Ali in general loves. By the way, by the way, I, I mean that was like a common theme at, at like at, at a high school rally. I, I so am. I am not a baseball guy, Dan. I'm not. But 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 if Houston makes the World Series and plays the Dodgers, I mean, Ron, you grew up in Houston. How old, how old are you in 1980, Ron? Were you were you in 1980, I was two years old. Okay, so you weren't. All right. So, so what you're saying then, is that we well, should start up a uh, startup baseball chronicle? No, no. But back, well, oh, okay. perhaps. But but back then, I mean, I was really the baseball, and then the and the, the freaking Dodgers were just the Astros, just nemesis. Yeah. Just they just it was it was it was such a it was a it was a heated rivalry back then. I, I remember I remember when the Astros made the playoff was in '86. Uh huh. I remember that. Uh, actually, my very first game I ever went to, I uh, was actually Dodgers Astros 
Valenzuela was pitching and, and Nolan Ryan was pitching. Wow. You know, that's awesome that you got to see that. You probably had no idea which, I mean, how, how, no, how great, tra- great what no, you were seeing. No, no, what you were I, seeing. My dad made, made it a point to tell me what was going on, you know, with Valenzuela, because I mean, they, were, they were by the busloads coming from, coming from the Valley, coming from San Antonio, uh, trucks, you know, because they wanted to watch uh, Fernando Valenzuela pitch. Why he's not in the Hall of Fame, it just baffles me. I don't get it. Hey Dan, do you ever listen to Fernando call a game? Uh, no, not no, no, not really. Seriously, you should you should do it. You should do it one night. Well, I'm not sure I get it over here in San Diego. I I do get five seventy. So, mom, you can get it on online. Oh, that's true. Well, I don't know if if you can though, because a lot of times they they have like exclusive rights where they don't they won't be able to they won't show the they won't play the game on an app. But that's sometimes the case. I'm not sure. Well, John, hey, all of Hershey, I he's in the, in the Hall of Fame. I believe he is. I mean, if you have Oral, you should have, you know. Yeah, but, but but don't quote me on that. But I know I know for a fact that Fernando's not, and I think that that's yeah. just a, And if you all ever get a chance to watch the 30 for 30 on Fernando, I, I highly recommend yeah, it. Yeah, oh, I my do. God, it was good. Yeah, it was. It was you good. know what, John? Um, he may not be um, a Hall of Famer, but who else can claim that Chico, Chico Che wrote a song for him? You're absolutely and, and absolutely right. And and, and and who else in, in, in the city of Los Angeles where there are sports legends, but there are few and far between. And he's and he's one hey of man, them. That dude is a reason like the Dodgers are as popular as they are. I'm gonna say that. Well it's a, well you should watch a documentary, Dan, because they were because of, of, of how that stadium was built, having to evict Oh yeah thousands of Mexican families that they were Desperate to get a guy like that, because because they 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 have they they, they they it was the only way to get the fans back, and the that 80s, that's what that documentary you saw it, Ron. Yeah, the eighties were just a great ju- uh, decade, you know, just as is because you had Toro Valenzuela, you know, Fernando Maria, you had also Julio Cesar Chavez, you had America, which was a dynasty in the eighties, you had La Sexy Comedia de Alfonso Saya, you know, Hugo Sanchez was kicking ass in Spain. Yeah, yeah. Those were good times, Ron. Yeah. So what, the sexy comedia? Is that Ponto Saya? Not just just everything overall that you in were fact, mentioning. Yeah, in fact, even, even this song, the greatest Gimeki song in history, was, was, was written in the 80s. Yeah. And there was even a Quinto Partido, you know. There was Cherry a Cherry on top. There was a Quinto Partido. The only... Uh, the only quinto partido. All right, so let's uh, before we got, uh, 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 veer off uh, about this whole. Uh, well, let's go ahead and spin the wheel one more time and see see where we are. I have to. This is like really embarrassing, but I have to get my reading glasses. I hope none of y'all have to have to deal with uh, with uh, with reading glasses. Okay, so. Uh, Neymar goes to uh, Barcelona. They need a they need a player. They have, they have a position of need. There happens to be a guy that uh, that we think has has potential talent. Well, has has talent. We've seen his talent. Maybe uh, maybe Barça makes the moves for uh, makes the move for Tecatito. Yes or no? It's not where I thought you were going. 
thought you were going to say <laughs> Javier Eduardo Lopez La Chofis, but we can we can talk well, about hey, Chiquito, though. Well, <laughs> it sounds to me, it sounds to me, uh, Raton, that you are a much bigger trophy chaser than I am. Oh, I am. I am. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm waiting for him to make that jump to Barcelona. Okay. Well, yeah, no, definitely, <laughs> definitely, uh, definitely not La Chofis. No, but I mean, I mean, I, I know seriously, but you know, Tecatito seems like. You know, if not now, then when? I mean, you know, this. I'm not saying it's for 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 Barcelona, but I mean, is he ever no, going to leave? If is he, is he going to leave Porto? I think. Well, I think, think that would be. A, yeah, go ahead. For no, I think for Barca it would be a good move. They could buy him really cheap, and and uh, I think he has the talent to play there, and I, it'll it'll. It'll help him develop his talents even more. I, I, I mean, I don't know if he's on their radar at all, but that, that maybe would that's awesome why uh, he didn't play the Confed Cup. I, I I guarantee he's on their radar. There are very very few players with his skill set, um, and they need a position to fill, quite frankly, because they didn't have depth uh, before they lost him. So now they, I mean, they absolutely need a. I mean, I think they could have gotten him with Neymar and, and where he would still potentially see lots of minutes because just, just, you know, I mean, when, when you have someone that with that one V one skill, uh, it's a game changer. Uh, he, he's shown it with Mexico where he could just win a game for you. And, and then you, you could, you, you think about who he'd be surrounded with. Uh, I know that. I know that when the, the whole rumors were going on, Barca was one of the teams that was being rumored. It was like Barca, AC Milan, and I think uh, Dortmund. You're talking about La Chofis or, or – No, no. Or, or I'm talking about Tecatito. Tecatito. Oh. Okay. I mean, I, I really only see La Chofis going to Barcelona as Messi's replacement. It's the only – it's the natural well, progression. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's – True. That's like, yeah. That's why I, I felt so bad for Picolin when I, when I heard the announcement because I'm sure, I'm sure he was the second call for PSG. I'm, 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 I'm sure of it. He's gonna be the Pinita Ariano. I thought Picolin was gonna to go to Barcelona. Or, or, or That's like the rumors team. of Massa to Real Madrid of a few years back. That's or like Ayun as well. That's Layun like the comparison, the comparison like, between Messi Pico, and Pinita Ariano. Picolin scored that really good goal off a corner kick, like against an MLS team in Champions League. It was against the Dynamo. Yeah, remember that? Like little. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Was it like a back heel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he caught yeah. it in the air. Hilarious. Yeah. He was about to scrap it. He was about to get a couple fights that night. <laughs> I never understood why he didn't. Why he wasn't at least at least given one cap on the national team. He was. I remember that. He goal was solid, man. He was a solid he, defender. He had that Landin reaction of "I can't believe it went in." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, I'm not gonna lie. It is weird. It is weird watching Pumas right now, and we are. We are. We are. Picolin list for the first time since like 2004, and Veron list for the for this for the same period. I mean, this this is like a. And, and the irony, John, is that the Uruguayo they try to get. Uh, Ishan, Ishan, yes. Hey, he, uh, hey, what do you, John, what do you think of how Pumas let go of uh, Veron? Uh, well, I don't think that he uh, was going to go play for another. I mean. Yeah, I mean, the worst part about it is they put him on the transfer list and no one picks him up. I mean, but uh, I, I would love for him to still be, you know, if he has, if he wants any kind of 
uh, you know, to, to advance his career, you know, in, on the coaching ranks. I would love for him to do it there. I mean, he's been, I mean, he, he played at Pumas for, you know, what, 13, 14 years? I mean, M- Martin uh, wrote an article about that, you know, and he, and he called him the, the greatest uh, Pumas foreigner ever. And uh, he's like, well, you know, a lot of people say Cabinho, but Cabinho played for Pumas for three years. This guy played for 13 years. I mean, he was. You know, I mean, you know, he he has to be considered one of the one of the top five uh, boomers of all time. Yeah, and, and then uh, and then Chuffy's ended his career. Who? Chuffy's. Yeah, Chuffies. his career his career was over a couple years years before Chuffy's. <laughs> Serious question though: how, how high do you think his ceiling is? Do you think he's got a higher ceiling than Liga MX? Chuffy's. Chuffy's. Yeah, I think so. Will Will he develop into that? I don't know. I think he has a really high ceiling. Would you feel uh, better about and and, and this is uh, I'm not going to lie I'm, I'm going to steal for Joel but uh, how how is how the how old is Trophy's Joel? Like 22, 23. But doesn't no, he have like two 24. kids already? He's like 24 kids already? already. No, he's yeah, not 24. Let's go as Google. Doesn't he have like two three kids already? Yeah, he, he has, has a daughter. He has a daughter. Oh, yes, Follow him on Instagram. He's life. He's like 32. He's going to make decisions based on his family at that age where he's not, probably not going to risk as much. Well, you know, I thought the same thing about Chucky, and he went to Holland with uh, with the wife and three kids, and he's what? 21. Well, next month, he's 23. So next month, he's going to be 23. Lozano, he has three kids. Jesus. Chucky. This latest generation of players seems to seems to benefit from. <laughs> yeah. I don't know these these guys seem to benefit more though from the more uh, tranquil lifestyle. I think they, they 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 seem to be more be better professionals as they 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 become that's more domesticated. That's what I'm talking about. Trophies is well known in, in the club scene. Uh, the Dan. They become domesticated, it's but then they go to life. Europe, and then they and then they're exposed to more meat. I think that goes for like all athletes. I think when 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 they're in relationships and they're settled down, if they're more focused. If you look at the guys that are out, like you know, single, they're out partying. Well, you know, think look, a guy look. like Chucky, he's got his whole family there, right? They're in Holland. I mean, I mean, have y'all have y'all ever has any have y'all ever been to Holland? I have. Yes, yes. I mean, I mean, luckily, you know, we go to Holland and we speak English, so you can communicate. Uh, very few Dutch people are going to speak Spanish, and the signs for everything are like nineteen, twenty letters long. I mean, it is, it is, it is intimidating and complicating, and, and and you can speak English and you can communicate. So imagine how how these how these young families feel over there. So I, I can see how this is a way for him to really bunker down and and, and do what's you know I mean, like his only release essentially is going to is going to be what you know what he gets on the field and stuff. So it's, Unless they have teammates, John. Sometimes I have teammates that are like. Well, they're going to have to. I mean, he's not going to play chess. I mean, I understand that, but but it, it's it's not. Uh... Okay, but, so, but so you basically they're going to have the same people that are going through the exact same thing. Yeah, but you you know, like just going back to that, there was an interview with uh, Salcido, and he was talking about when he he had just landed because he had gone to play at, at PSV. And uh, he said that the <laughs> someone's laughing back there. <laughs> he said Salcido. We started laughing. Co- cochinos. The club representative wasn't wasn't at the airport waiting for him, and he, he said he he got scared that he was just 
his his reaction was just to head back. He just wanted to take the the next flight back to Mexico. So he had to go to the club on his own. No, it's like you're saying with the language. I guess he couldn't figure out who to call or or what to do. Well, you know? I think that's a. Uh, it's I funny. It's, pro- it's probably the case for just about most immigrants. Um, my dad was actually sharing his story with us over the weekend about how, um, how he, he just desperately wanted to go back to Mexico when he first came down here. It was just he's like he, how much he hated it. Yeah, he, he, with, with this guy's like just miscommunication. The other guy was just running late. But I mean, I, I wouldn't have gotten scared. You, you just going to town, you know. Go, go right. check out some sites. Go do some sightseeing. Check it's your the, email or, or or your WhatsApp or whatever. It's the strong mentality that you got to have when you do this stuff. It's I mean, like, he, did, he did stay, but I mean, well, he figured it out. I mean, it was. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like the the immediate shock. Well, oh my God, did I make this right decision? Yeah. Yeah, it's like Landon Donovan, who was in Europe and he was missing his twin sister, so he goes back to MLS. For Jonathan Santos, or he wants to go down. Yeah, it was a uh, kind of a mixed thing on on Jonathan, I and mean, I I totally understand why he wants to do it. You know, who am I to think? Somebody feeding their dog. Or is that a John? No, clip. No, my clips are, are, are much higher quality than that. <laughs> I thought it was coming from you, Rigo. No, no it's, it's my girlfriend's dog. Oh, uh, he has to leave the room. Sounds like he's humping something. No, he he got tired of listening to the show. You still want to show me your cucumber? So, uh, dude, it's a show dog. <laughs> what kind of dog is it? What is is it a pedigree or is it? Uh, well, it's like a Rottweiler. Is, is, is it a molero? It's a molero, Rottweiler molero dog. Richolo dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, let's uh, let's go ahead and spin the wheel again. See where we see where we, where we where we land. Game of Thrones talk. Like, oh, it did just missed Game of Thrones. Actually, it landed on it landed on Chicharito. Chicharito had his uh, first couple of practices with the hammers, and he noticed uh, that he uh, Chiquis, I'm sure you noticed that he he still wears the the real uh, like volleyball shorts practically when he when he when he practices. I guess he wants to get his uh, his his legs nice and tan, or doesn't want to have tan lines. But uh, he's. Yeah. Those higher latitudes, it's tough, man. You have to just soak in as much as you can. That is, uh, that is better very mobi- true. Mobility, better mobility with those kinds of shorts. You don't think he's trying to send the message that he's got just these massive huevotas that, that he just needs to air out? <laughs> Did you see the latest uh, uh, CR7 Instagram? Those shorts are short. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I saw that golasso he did in practice. It was pretty nice. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> I will say this though, and I don't want to. <laughs> well, no, I won't say it. But no, but go, go ahead. Go on. It was nice, but it was in practice, and uh, there's no big deal. I, I hear a lot of talk about the haters and how Chicharito is shutting up the haters, but 
Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to hear about his goal. Los, los haters. It was, it was in practice. Do it in the game, and we'll see. Yeah, yeah you can't be He'll shutting be... down haters in practice. That's 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 ridiculous. Besides, be if, if if you still have haters at this point in your career, then you're always gonna. He'll be fine. He'll score fifty, probably you know between fifteen and twenty goals in the Premier League, and he'll be in great shape for the World Cup, and he'll play, you know, the first of the three group games, and then maybe the second half of the third one because you know. They need to save them up for games that they're that they're not going to play. So, I'm sure Chicharito will have uh, will have an, an excellent. Uh, an Fifteen excellent twenty, season. huh? Well, I guess that's. I I, I guess I kind of find it somewhat somewhat conservative. Uh, but if you're only talking about more. league, well, he's only yeah. playing league and FA Cup. They're not. I mean, he doesn't have Champions League. Oh, that's true. And, that's true. But well, and, but still, you, know, it, and you better hope he doesn't play the league cup. But just within the league, I, I do think um, 15 is I, – I would think that's rather on the low. I would expect at least 20, to be honest, for it to be considered a, a decent season for him. I know it's not a – but, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, he is going to be the target man. So I, I and Andy Carroll. Think, yeah, definitely think he's going to be able to, 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 to get a few more than that. Yeah, well, or let's see how it uh, – yeah. I mean, as long as he has – if he gets the playing time and he stays away from injuries, I'm certain that he'll get over 20. Those are biggest. And, well, yeah, those are those are definitely uh, definitely big uh, big ifs. Uh. But I, I gotta. There's something kind of cool about West Ham, though, right? Like it just seems like the, even like the cool Brits, the cool Brit celebrities seem to follow them too. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like a maybe it's the accent from that part of the of London that I kind of partial to. One of the coolest soccer songs. Yeah, there's a lot of cool elements to to their whole thing. I mean, and they even that uh, one, the bubble yeah. song, which which is really an American. It's like a, it's an old song from the U.S. from like the 1920s. No oh, man, that Juventus oh, best song ever. That Juventus song is the the awesomest. Which which one? I never heard it. The one they play at the end of the games. That Juventus song was like legendary, man. Uh, I, I, we we talked about uh, when he signed about their about their history. I mean, they have a they have a pretty solid history, and I think Ron, a lot of the the, the key players of the nineteen sixty six team actually played for West Ham United. So you know, at one point they were they were they were a, a dominant team. Yeah, yeah. They've 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 bounced back and forth from uh, promotion and relegation, but they've been up they've been up for a while now. So yeah, that's uh, that's actually one of the first. British, you know, British teams that I remember. I remember watching, like, you know, the movie. Uh, and, and I think I told you that it's, victory. Yeah, you know, victory. Skip the victory with you know Stallone, Pele, Bobby, uh, Bobby Moore. I do these, 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 yeah. these, these, these. Go. Yeah, and like, and the character that played, you know, Max Montito, he's like Colby, John Colby, West Ham United. Right. I remember. I remember my uh, my dad telling me that you know who that who that was. You know, Bobby Moore, and that he was with that. With West Ham, they should have a plaque at the Jalisco dedicated to Bobby Moore for the outstanding tackles that he had against uh, for pretty much the entire Brazilian team and the, their epic group group stage match they had in that stadium. Yeah, or that uh, or that, uh, Gordon. Uh, oh, the Gordon Banks save it was the same game. Yeah, uh, 
and uh, if you think about it, there's there's that famous picture of Pele and Bobby Moore at, at the end, you know, right? Stuff like that, and uh, you see Pele, you know, touching, touching uh, what was it, Bobby Moore's face. Uh, I know. Right. I thought you were gonna I, say. I, 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 I don't. Thought you were gonna say like touching it. tips. No. <laughs> No, I think okay. I, I think that's when they were at the, at the cost. Hello, BBC. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're one of the historic clubs, man. Let's hope it works out for Chichetti, though, because that that would be a great place for him to have a you know have the fans have good memories of him. West Ham, and then you're right, uh, Dan. Uh, there there a lot of the the hip British celebrities seem to be all West Ham fans. Which is which is very interesting. All right, so uh, so Rigo, what's uh, do we know your... who Erasure follows? I'm just curious. The band Erasure? Yeah. Do they do they follow soccer? I'm just curious. I have. Why would you think that they'd be a West? That they'd be West Ham fans too? You think Andy Bell's a is a West Ham fan? Well, what's the song West End Girls about? Is that is that am that's I am I getting it? Boy. That's Pet Shop Boys. Oh, oh my God! What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I should know that. Good my Lord. Lord! Yeah, my, I'm sorry. Good Lord! I'm gonna play Hugo even. Eh, me estoy avergonzado. That's, that's one, really... one too many cervezas. I'm Come sorry. on, you're you're our, you're our house emo, Dan. You should know all your. Yeah, no, all especially, your, all those your... two, especially those two bands. I'm. Almost and, 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 and way, way too familiar with. And then, and, and 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 just. For the record, we'll just we'll just say this once and be over. Erasure is a thousand times better than Petcha. But the fact that you would even confuse the both of them, I think, is is unfortunate. Oh. Is unfortunate. But that's uh, that's a talk for 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 people who are certain persuading. I guess I I I I could I could understand that point of view. Look, all I have to say about about the, the is who who was the, the 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 musician in Erasure, the piano guy. Uh, what's his Clark? Um. Was that his name? Yeah, well, whatever his name was, he was also in Yaz, and he was and he was one of the founding members of Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode. The, I know. the best Yaz songs and the best Depeche Mode songs are written by this dude. So yeah, he just he was, uh, he, was, he was I'd say the the happiest songs. Well, definitely the happier songs for sure. This is a terrible tangent. That that that. I'm that, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm sorry for the, both of us. for the both of us. Sorry. I'm sorry. I feel like we need to clean ourselves up and 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 and, and so we're a little little pop culture talk. Sorry. And uh, you were going to ask Rigo a question. I was going to ask Rigo. Me estoy avergonzado. I'm, so I'm so sorry. Yes, uh, uh, Rigo, I'd ask you about uh, about Game of Thrones. It seems like uh, that 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 Queen Cersei seems to have to have the upper hand. I think so. I mean, there's been some talks about there's some leaks in the Daenerys administration. Oh, really? Similar to the Trump administration, but I just think that. They're just outsmarting Tyrion because they have a lot of experience. Jamie well, and, and Cersei are pretty smart tactically, and uh, they're just outsmarting him. Everything he's I, doing. Just... I disagree. I disagree. I think that uh, this whole plot was to get the, <clears throat> was, to get the was to get the Tyrell gold, and uh, I think that that ultimately that's what's going to end up happening is that they're going to come in and, and swoop in, swoop and take the gold when they're trying to take when trying to pay back the Iron Bank. You think that Daenerys is going to take that the, yep. the the gold? Yep. So you think they set up the Tyrells? I th- I think they did. I I I have I have not heard that. 
That's a, that's just, a good theory. Just, just, just my own personal theory? Just my own personal I mean, theory? I, th- I think they're going to get – I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to get the gold just based on on the upcoming battle where the, the Dothrakis uh, uh, are charging against the, the, the Lannisters with the dragons. Um, but I, I, had ne- I had never thought about it like that. Well, just uh, just throwing yeah. it out there. Just throw it out there. Did y'all ever watch Oz, the uh, the the prison drama on, on, on HBO? It was with the weird prison and had like glass, yeah, glass walls. Did you watch that one, Hoyle? Just bits and pieces. My, never really. Put my it. boy was on that show, right? Which one? Uh, my boy uh, from the Lakers. Oh, Rick Fox. Rick Fox. Fox yeah, he, he was on. He was on Oz. That's right. The reason I bring up Oz is is is, is the Game of Thrones is is, is the first time. That I've had like I mean because Game of Thrones, as great a show as it is, I mean let's say it's is a is a big time melodrama. There's no, it's a soap basically. And uh, and Oz was the exact same way. And 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 I remember when I first started dating my wife, um, my my friends and I would would sit and talk at Oz like 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 a bunch of lavanderas talking about their pinche novelas. We do it for like for for you know for for hours. It seemed like. And that's why why you guys are a bunch of you guys are like a bunch of Lavanderas. And and Game of Thrones is like the only show that I've had since then that that, that, that I that I have that kind of those kinds of conversations with folks. Oh yeah, I can sit here and talk about Game of Thrones all day. Yeah. So let's not do that. This this really is because we 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 could go on for the next hour and a half talking. <laughs> Very NSR today. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's it, it it was it was a slow week. It was a slow week. I'm just a little bit disappointed that I get shunned for the Pet Shop Boy reference and the Razor diversion. To follow it up with Neurotalk. <laughs> well, well, I mean, one, that's fine, one, you know. One, once again. Is that so? Well, who made you pulp in this dump, yeah, huh? So. But you know what? The Nerdo, the, the nerdo uh, stuff is a lot more popular than my... Um, 80s uh, new wave your, music. Your 80s, 80s new wave music, dance yeah. music, house music, as it was known back then. Indeed. So let's uh, let's let's switch gears. Let's, let's let's go back to the soccer world. Now, Ronnie, last night you made some you had some pretty strong statements in regard to your uh, in, in regard to your your cremas. You said that oh, I like the way this team's moving around. I like the dynamic. I like the dynamics. I do. I just think that it's, they it's start to engrave, start to engrave, start to engrave the name, of the trophy. Mm, they need to get better, and hopefully, with you know, with more games that they play, I think they'll, they'll hopefully they get you know more cohesion. But I, I do like some some of the things that I'm seeing with the team. Yeah. Uh, now, do you feel more encouraged about about this particular batch than than you have? Even with La Volpe, I mean, are you are you seeing are you seeing that pieces are this are being built upon, or is this a completely different style? I think it's a completely different style and a completely different team. Uh, you know, I I, 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 uh, I I'm starting to see. I think Yoko's wise. You know, he he he's he's not the level of piece that they claim that you know that he is in, in the sense that you know he he plays a more balanced uh, style. And obviously he'll he'll counter he'll you know he'll play possession when the when the time, when the time needs it. you know when the game calls for it I should say uh, but I just I, I just liked how they were you know using the uh, the flanks uh, you I, know it's I, interesting that you guys were were talking earlier about image uh, how much 
of the fact that that, that, that Piojo's kind of changed his image, you think is, is helping him right now? And I mean, I mean, he's got the whole new haircut, the whole bit. Is that? Uh, and then they're winning on top of it and playing well. Yeah, I think I think obviously losing the national team, you, you know, it still hurts him, and he's even said that it, you know, that he's learned from it. In fact, he, uh, there was a telecast where he where he where he was speaking about that. And you know, obviously he, you know, he's he's matured and stuff like that. But uh, I, I think he is trying to clean his image and stuff like that. And obviously, because I, I know he wants the national team. You know, he said it himself. He wants that national team again. And uh, hopefully he gets it. I hope, hopefully he gets it. You know, I think he made a mistake. There's no point of crucifying him. I'm, I'm just glad that he. It's one thing to get, you know, lose, lose the job because of results. It's another thing. You know, something that was, you know, not football related. Extra cancha. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that, that. I'm sure for all the America fans that are that are that are that are listening and and, and watching us right now, uh, would would probably agree with you. Uh, and then they play my Pumas this week, which 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 frankly I'm not looking forward to because I just don't think it's going to end no, up favorably I, for uh, for Pumas. I, I think things are going to get a little better once Linus gets back because he was showing some really good things last last, last season. Uh, and then uh, what's his name? Uh, the one that's playing. Uh, uh, yeah, now, now, let me ask you this, Ron. Do you think, I mean, Lainez has, has already played professionally and, and had been for pretty much an entire season. Is is, is is this good for him to go go all the way to India to play this tournament? No. I mean, it seems like, I mean, what's the point? I mean, you've already proven yourself. You don't have to desarrollarte. I mean, is it just... Uh, you know, maybe, maybe increase his value because in, in, in the event that they, you know, if they ever sell him, maybe that's you know. I, I don't see why. I think I, I think he'll learn more playing playing uh, in the league than the under you know, under seventeen World Cup. Yeah, it's, I personally thought he should have gone to the Gold Cup, but that that that's just me. And then try and don't feel bad, Raton. I would have taken trophies to them both on my list. <laughs> I, I mean, they, no, I like them both. I, 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 I think Linus is really good. Alvarez is young. Linus is young. And then the the pair of wine too. What's in what's again? Dominguez. Mm-hmm. I mean that guy. He is he is extremely talented. Did you see that tunnel that uh, that tool that he did on the uh, the player from Atlas? Made him look like an idiot. He was, well, I mean, but he, to, to be fair, think, the guy from Atlas, think, it doesn't take much to make an Atlas player look like an idiot. No, but I'm just saying he. I mean, the, the kid's got some skills, man. I like, wow. I know that. I know that. I know that. Linez, due to like injuries, ended up starting a lot. Do you think, like, with a full healthy team, he really just should be a super sub, or should just he just be thrust into the starting lineup? You know, the, normally I would say a sub, but the fact that he if was you're good to, enough, I think the fact that he was able to to play well last last season uh, in the games, I think I think he I think he delivered. I think the, I think he delivered. Um, I think he what he scored with two goals. I think like in, in preseason with with America, one of them was really nice goal. Yeah, he 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 uh, he sees things that uh, you're kind of shocked that a player of his age sees. There's no question. He he's I mean, obviously the kid's got a lot to learn, but from what I've seen so far and the way he has handled himself on the field, and even with you know with, with the pressure, I think he did you know fairly well. Like for example. The, the do or day, you know, the do or die game, you know, last game of the season when I woke up one day, 
especially they make the playoffs. I mean, so he was on one of the bright spots of, of that team. Now, and, now, Ron. Yeah. Well, would you prefer Linus to go spend three weeks uh, at the World Cup, or oh, go and spend three weeks at uh, at, at camp uh, at Camp Guatemala? <laughs> No, nah, he needs to go back to his club, dude. Yeah, he uh, he needs to go back to his club. Now, um, Chivas had a big win last night uh, with with their. I don't know if you did. You guys did you guys get to watch that Chivas fans with the the, the Copa Mekis game? I watched part of it because yeah? the All Star game was uh, in the way. Oh, you were not. Oh. Um, no, I thought that I was watching the All Star game. Not, you were not. You were not turning off the All Star game to watch. Your- no. I just couldn't find the game, so like I it took me a while to like download the app and finally be able to watch the game. But I was, oh, I was I watching the game. So you're watching both, and then I had them both on. Yeah. Okay. No, but uh, but apparently they used all their canteranos yesterday in there, and, and had a, a pretty decent result. And then their yeah, Copa Mekis, which we, as we know, I made that takes very seriously because he's won the Copa Mekis twice. Yeah, I mean, in the, towards the end of the second half, he had a lot of the, a lot of the, the first team guys in there. I mean, and, yeah. and one of those earned him a, earned him a, a chance at Libertadores. And of course, it's the season that they say no, we're not going to play Libertadores this year. So, I mean, I I think the the Copa MX is is, is a good is a good uh, um, test for a lot of these young guys to get on the first team. Um, and you know, one of these guys can can pick up the the slack of a Pulido, which I mean is going to be hard, but just a little bit of it, it it'll help. You know, during the Liga, I think I think that'd be great. You know, interesting that you said you were watching uh, the MLS All Star Game last night. They tied Real Madrid one one, and then they uh, succumbed to the, the the Champions League champs and penalties. I thought. That for an all-star game, in all in all sports that I've watched all-star games, it was the most was pretty. It, I mean, I don't know if it was competitive or not. They just they, nobody was scoring, so I don't know if that's competitive or it was because Real Madrid's playing with the B team for most of the game. MLS players don't play together, so they, there's no cohesion. Um, for the majority of the game, it just seemed like ML, the Real Madrid had the ball. And MLS was in their half, just trying to counterattack. And um, then, uh, you know, Barton so Brown was finally. It was an exhibition. It was a real game. It felt almost like a real game, kind of like like tactically, the All Star team for the they MLS was trying to counterattack. They didn't have and, and sit back, right? It didn't but, feel like you know exhibition where guys are just trying to score and. The reason I bring it up is that uh, there, there's been some news in, in regard to MLS on some off-the-field stuff with uh, a couple of clubs trying to go through the uh, the uh, the sports arbitration court in regard to in regard to suing uh, MLS and or U.S. Soccer and having promotion and relegation. Uh, last week there was a report about how uh, a marketing firm wanted to pay MLS a huge pile of money. But one of the conditions of that promotion and relegation, and uh, we we've talked about this in the past that, that the reality is that, that that MLS is with the way that their league is set up, it's just, it's just not set up for promotion and relegation. For the biggest reason being that uh, 
you know, especially new owners come in, they pay a, a huge franchise fee, and then they play a, will have one bad year, two years in, and they get sent to the second division. It's just not going to happen. But the reason that, that uh, pre- go ahead, Hoyle. Well, on top of that, for the most part, they're losing money. Yes. You know, so I mean, I, it's I going to take a while to break you. Yeah, and, and and it's interesting to see fans don't really care. Right. <laughs> but it's a lot of money that they're losing, and and it's help have the sport here, and and it's, it feels like it's not valued. But I, but I want to tie this in, though, to uh, to what's happening this year in, in the Ascenso. Because out of the however many teams that uh, – oh, hang on a second. For some, for some reason, Siri came on. I'm not sure why that happened. I didn't – anyway. For uh, as many teams that are playing in the league, only six of them are eligible. Six are eligible to, uh, to make the jump to first division. So at this point, why not just expand the league to – the Liga Mekis to 2022 20, teams. They already did that. Uh, and just uh, and just not have promotion relegation. They did that. The league, the league at one point, I think, had 22 uh, teams. And 20. Uh, but I, I, they, but they've, they've also, one of the reasons why it's six is because they've also, uh, uh, because they just want to make sure that they don't have any more Corribiris and stuff like that type of teams. Well, they've also they've set minimum stadium requirements and some exactly. other stuff as far as seating capacity. And, and, and uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, I keep in mind that even in Spain, even in the lower you know leagues, uh, there was a point where even in Spain, the lower leagues, not all the teams could could uh, could get you know could win promotion. Uh, and obviously, teams that pertained to like, for example, Real Madrid and Real Castilla and stuff like that. So for even even that has happened in Europe, you know, and it's funny because the people that have always criticized the lower league in Mexico always still can hear about everything's, you know, golden over there and they've also had their problems with with you know, with you know, teams not being you know, viable. Um I don't know. I just, I just think that you've expanded So would you rather have then a league that kinda kinda is a, is a mishmash of both and has a you know, a handful of teams that are never gonna make it to the uh, un- unless they commit to some serious Infrastructure change, I, I, they have to or, or teams that do have the ability. They have to commit to serious infrastructure change. They have to commit to, to, to youth academies. They have to, uh, um, and obviously one of the things that helps them is Copa Americas. I mean, although technically I, I don't really like the, the setup, I wish it was just single street elimination. The fact that it's a group stage actually benefits the the, the essential because they get to, they get to play against you know uh, uh, multiple you know teams from the Liga Emeki's yeah and also host bigger clubs exactly so I mean I, I, don't get me wrong I, I don't like it uh, hopefully in you know ten years down the line you know it's single elimination but I understand why they're doing it I, and right. I think that it's it's helping the the, the teams and, and because I mean there's so many there's so many uh, uh, cities like you know Tampico and, and that should have a first division team. I mean, there's there's a lot of markets that. Should, well, that, but that's the thing, though, Ron. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think that. I mean, it, it seems like that 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 that's the direction that Liga Mekis is going in. That, that they're not going to have a second division, or if they have a second division, there's not going to be promotion relegation. Which is pretty sad because I think Mexico does have the capacity of having a a good second division. There's still some teams that are pretty good. Uh, well, at least kind of historic, like Irapuato and... Yeah, I mean, Tampico, as, as, as Ron pointed yeah. out, 
back in back in the late '80s, early '90s, um, Liga MX tried to uh, tried to get uh, the San Francisco, San Francisco Blackhawks, and I can't can't remember what other team it was in the U.S. Obviously, people from the loud, but with MLS now in the picture, uh, uh, obviously there's going to be you know it, it's going to be a tournament, but not like you know the what's the name the uh, not the interleague it was the, the Super League. No, it, ha- it has to be a one-off. And in order for it to succeed, it has to be a one-off. That's the only way it's going to work with MLS. I, uh, honestly, our future is going to be with MLS. And, and when I say that, I think it's going to be a combination of teams maybe playing, you know, crossing the leagues. Um, you know, you're going to see, you know, officiating. You know, you're, you're probably going to get that too as well. You know, you're going to see Mexican, you know, like officials like Chiqui Blackness. In, in, in MLS and vice versa. So, I mean, obviously, I, I just think that, you know, rather than trying to go the Europe route, I think we are going to go more of the U.S. sports uh, route and, and more, uh, you know, uh, collaboration with, with, with MLS. I mean, soccer, you know, people that say that soccer, you know, is still not big in the U.S., bullshit, you know. Both, both, how many... How many I know that they're not making you know money, but they're also not really losing money. You know, and keep in mind, I mean, how, there's what? How many teams now? What? Well, I mean, it would just be nice for to have uh, you know, say, you know, Chicago Fire play, you know, a really big cup game. You know, I mean, I think that that would just be really interesting. So I, I do understand what you're saying, I mean, and, and and I do believe, uh, Ron, that that because of the fact that they've limited to six, I think they're starting to whittle down how many are actually going to be able to come up when they do have their league up in them yet. Uh, the, the, uh, the and, and I do think that Tampico is is going to be uh, is going to be a part of it. Yeah. And I do think Atlanta is going to be a part of it. We're going to get the team in Cancun, and uh, it was Chiki said earlier. You know, Cancun is 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 crucial to. Mexico soccer future. They have to have the team there. It can it, it will help them in many ways. And, and obviously, one of the things that uh, Martinez and obviously with the backing of Slim is, I think that what they're going to try to do is also they're going to try to do you know uh, revenue sharing. Uh, obviously, you can you know the, the wars that you know that Slim and Mascarago are having. You know, I'm not I'm not sure exactly how it's going to play out. I know that a lot of people are, are, have telling me sit down and out for the count, but I, I don't see that. I think I think that eventually, you know, they'll make the peace, just like Televisa made peace with the with the yeah Azteca. But yeah, I think so. It almost seems like uh, Ron, if if Liga Mekis could figure out a balance of of having uh, you know a national rights television internet right contract and then like the teams can still do their own but like but but maybe not not have as many like like they do nine home games a season so uh you know this season you know you get five i get four next season you get four i get five and uh i think that would help the league immensely if they were able to come up with some sort of agreement where they have national games where they can market the, the, the league on a national basis and then the clubs still have the opportunity to make their own TV contracts as they do now but but that way that would that would start the revenue sharing and then that way 
you know, you know, a, a club like America Chivas, you know, the big clubs who do uh, get much more money than say Puebla, but would still have the opportunity to do that. But then they would still be able to share as well. Yeah. So, but, but you're right though, because I mean, it's, it's not just going to be Televisa and Azteca that are that are getting these rights. I mean, there's there's a lot more players now, and there people have a lot, and more importantly, a lot more people have access to them. Yeah. So. The, inter- the internet has really you know leveled the playing field. Yep. And uh, and I and you know, honestly, I, I don't like I said, I don't I don't know how it's gonna play out, but I eventually I will I think you're gonna see in Liga MX, I think you're gonna see porn ownership. Uh and I think you're gonna see uh, foreign uh, media uh, also have a say in, in, in into how Liga MX and, and, and the Mexican Federation how they do their business. I think it's just a matter of time and I know that I've been saying that for a long time, but I mean you're starting to see it more and more. You're you're actually Starting to sound like a like a broken record, Ron. When you say it, because you, you bring it up every week. No, no not every week. Not I every almost week. feel like I should instead of playing your parchi song, I'll start playing, 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 playing. You saying that soundbite? No, I wouldn't. Uh, no, but but would you rather have the relegation promotion, or would you just rather say, you know what, we we'll, might as well just be, you know, like the American, like the NFL? Me personally, I would rather have promotion relegation, just because of, of what you've said about giving. Uh, Cities that may have that have never had that opportunity uh, to have that opportunity, but but there has to be some. Uh, I mean, if, if they're gonna, you know, if if they're gonna make the commitment to be in, in first division, then they have to make that commitment in second division, and so on. If you're in third division, like whatever the minimum is to be in second, and you start that, and then you, you know, work your team up, et cetera. So they, as as long as the commitment is there, then yeah, I think I would love to see promotion and relegation continue. But would you would you be open to a uh... A North, like you know how, uh, like a North American championship. I would. I think where MLS and Liga MX actually, you know, duke it out. Yeah, in, in absolutely. Season. Maybe like 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 for a season long tournament. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would. I would necessarily want to see that. Uh, but but I would love to see. I would love to see a cup. I would love to see a a tournament. I think that that would be a blast. A straight up one off, you know, chips fall where they may, you know, based on home and away, and just play it. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I, I think it would be it would be TV friendly. It would be uh, it, it would be a, it would be a good deal for both. Yeah, <laughs> Gonzalo. Agua con los chavillos. See, but you have you have you have the ultimate trumper, uh, chickies with your with your with your with your DJ horn. I mean, whatever I do, I just I, I can't top it. So, oh, no. yeah. I, mean, I mean that 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 that's like that's like putting the pickle in the in the milk. You know that that's that, that's like the you know the last move to make. <laughs> It's uh, it, it it is the end. I mean, I just I, I can't play I can't play anything with that. You know, there's nothing I can do. It's it, it's the ultimate uh, topper. It's the DJ board. Yeah. yeah. Well, gentlemen, uh, this has been a very interesting show to say the least. We've we ventured down some interesting uh, alleys. We didn't go go as uh to some of the darker places we've been to but uh i thought it was a, a an excellent show uh, dan thank you so much for, for for joining us this evening 
he, he headed out. He dropped off. Oh, he did. He did drop off. Well, okay, fair enough. He had some duties to take care of, probably. Yes, he did. Well, uh, Joel, I know that you didn't drop off. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for hopping on. Always, John. Appreciate. Are you going to get to watch uh, Chivas this week, Joel? Um, I don't even know when they play. Play on Sun Saturday. Ten. Saturday. Uh, yeah, I should be able to. Oh, well, was keeping the guys on chat on the chat room in check. <laughs> oh, is he? Nah, not in check. I would say entertained. He was entertaining. Oh, okay. Well, uh, thanks for hopping on, Joel, as always, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Yeah, always a pleasure, John. Rigoberto, thanks again for joining us. I know it's late for you out in, uh, in in Florida, so we do appreciate you taking the time. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure. Can we play a Rigo song? Uh, you know, I do have a, I do have one for him actually. Now that you mention it, I have. I have. Oh. So. I thought you were gonna play a little bit of Cardi B because I'm from New York, but I guess that'll do. No, we'll have another one. I mean, we have a week. Well, you know. Uh, we do have we do have a New Yorker that we can play for you. Let's see. Well, glad to have you on, uh, Rigo. As always, we'll talk to you again next week. That sounds good, guys. And uh, Ron, thanks for hopping on from all the way from Philly, as always. Yep. And. Uh, uh, I don't know if you noticed, what, Rob, but the NFL started again tonight. So, uh, I did, but unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch. So we have that. We have that to look forward to as we uh, press on this year. Well, we do appreciate y'all coming on here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. My name is John Jagu. We'll talk to you guys next week. Again, you can listen to this show live on YouTube every Thursday night at nine thirty Central, or you can download this and all of our previous editions of our podcast from iTunes or Google Play. Thank you guys very much for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week.